From Phoenix to Fredonia, Tucson to Tuba City, the Arizona Department of Transportation is connecting Arizona. Everyone, everywhere, every day. Now you're connected to On the Road with ADOT. You are connected, and thank you very much, uh, Doug Nick from ADOT Communications. So glad you could join us for the latest On the Road with ADOT podcast. And today we're going to be talking with Marcy McMacken, who is the lovely and talented person who talks a whole lot about what uh, we lovingly refer to as the biggest freeway reconstruction project we have ever attempted at ADOT. And so far, so good. Right, Marcy? Welcome, by the way. Yes, thank you, Doug. Glad to be here. So uh, just we want to kind of set the stage once again. If uh, anybody has driven through the Phoenix area or if you live in the Phoenix area, Area, and you go through anywhere from, say, the airport down to Ahwatukee, you cannot help but see what we're doing. And if you don't live in the Phoenix area or haven't been here in a while, you're listening to us uh, maybe in Page or someplace like that. Well, if you happen to come down here, you'll probably run into it. So we're going to hit, hit this as well with you. Tell us a little bit about why we are doing the Broadway curve. And we'll get into an update in a minute. But let's let's set the stage of what we are doing here. So, Doug, um, the I-10 Broadway Curve Improvement Project, main goal is to reduce the congestion that passes through the I-10, the Broadway curve area, which is roughly between Baseline Road and 40th Street. During rush hour traffic, we see a lot of congestion and backup. And currently, we have an estimated 300,000 vehicles that pass through that Broadway curve area during an average weekday during the uh, rush hour. So by 2040, that number is expected to increase another 25%. So we estimate about 375,000 more vehicles vehicles traveling through that area. It's going to be a lot busier as the valley grows. A day. What's that? 375,000 a day. A day, yes. That's a lot. That's uh, a big number. It is. It's it's hard to believe, but it's we're growing. <laughs> so um, we've had a lot of new things happen over the past few months as we are in the fall uh, and early winter of uh, 2022 as we record this at any rate. So uh, give us a little bit. This is uh, something you want to talk about was it's been bridge happy time. We've got bridges, bridges, bridges and girders and all sorts of good stuff. And that's fun to watch, isn't it? It is. So I like to say that this past summer was a summer of building bridges for the Broadway Curve Improvement Project. And the initial bridge work for the project actually began back in May. Um, I believe that was right after we did our first podcast for the Broadway Curve Project. And the box beams for the 48th Street Road uh, bridge over the Tempe Drain, which is just east of State Route 143, were were placed. Mm -hmm. But also in June, June was the busiest month for bridge work for the project. We saw the project's first bridge girders placed over Interstate 10 for the new uh, 48th Street bridges. Mm -hmm. And we also placed uh, girders for the new Broadway Road Bridge over Interstate 10. So that was a big deal. Um, In June, we also worked on a bridge a little further south at the Guadalupe Road Bridge. The north face of the Guadalupe Road Bridge was removed Mm -hmm. in order to widen it. And the purpose for widening this bridge was to connect um, the Sun Circle Trail and improve improve that connection. Um, For those of you who don't know what the Sun Circle Trail is, 
it's a 300-mile loop trail that's often used by pedestrians, cyclists, and um, um, even equestrians. So June was a really, really busy month for building roads. Um, also, crews in June started to build the Collector Distributor Road Bridge over Southern Avenue. That's near the I-10 and U.S. 60 interchange area. But then also, uh, bridge work began on the new westbound U.S. 60 to westbound I-10 bridge. So it was a lot of bridge work going on, and I'm pretty sure a lot of motorists saw that as they passed through the area. And this is the kind of bridge work that we don't mind. It's much better than going to the dentist. Yeah, exactly. Wait, where was my where was my rim <laughs> shot? I didn't get a rim shot there. We have to find that. Okay, very bad joke. Anyway, um, yeah the 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 bridges uh, the the ones that are being replaced. This isn't just a matter of those bridges being old. Uh, they weren't even big enough by this point. I mean, the, the growth has just been. So explain that a little bit. We're not talking about just doing this for the sake of do, having a new bridge. The, the, we simply could not do this project with the current infrastructure. Correct. Um, we had to widen these bridges in order to handle the traffic that would be passing over I-10, but also to handle um, the traffic traveling underneath I-10 as we widen those lanes to an additional travel lane and an additional HOV lane. So we had to replace those bridges because of the widening of I-10 taking place. And you're doing this with uh, really just closing the, the roads part-time for the weekends. We're, we're not seeing any major disruptions to weekday rush hour, correct? Correct. So a lot of the work for this project is being conducted overnight and over the weekends. Many motorists may have noticed that it was a summer of closures for the Broadway Curve project. Almost every weekend, except for the 4th of July holiday weekend, mm -hmm. we had restrictions on um, the I-10 freeway and closures. So I just want to let, your, uh, let our um, listeners know that they should plan for and expect even more weekend freeway closures into the fall as this bridge work really continues throughout the project area. So that's the price we pay as weekends get kind of messed up. On the other hand, we have a, a full complement of lanes open both directions in this project for normal traffic times. Yes, we do. Um, I, I do want to remind listeners that the um, uh, speed limit through the, the construction area is 55 miles per hour, so it does slow down a little bit through the project area, but it seems to be going smoothly, and there's not a lot of backup. And, and then that's hugely important. It's never uh, a bad thing to remind people about the safety of work zones. There are men and women who have families and lives, and they are in a risky position. It's, it's a dangerous dangerous place to work next to an active work zone with a freeway there. And we did, in fact, have an incident uh, earlier uh, where a DPS officer, or DPS trooper rather, was injured in a crash. Right. Correct. Yeah. We, with our construction crews, they, they have families they want to get home to, and they deserve to be able to get home safely every day. And we like to remind people that 55 is the speed limit there. Uh, and that uh, really, that only adds just a couple of minutes to the drive through there. I mean, literally two or three minutes at most, uh, depending on how far you're going to go through. It's worth it to protect yourself and somebody else, right? Yes, indeed. And you mentioned also, I wanted to jump back just a moment. You, you talked about bridges to allow for the construction of the collector distributor roads. Let's remind people what those are all about, because this is really unique. We don't have anything like this anywhere else in Arizona. So what, what are those? Just a reminder. Yes, yeah, so um, collector distributor roads are extra lanes that are going to be built parallel to I-10, roughly between Baseline and 40th Street. The purpose for these collector distributor roads is to separate the local traffic from the traffic that's just passing through the area. This way, um, local, travel, uh, local motorists 
motorists who are traveling locally won't have to enter the freeway and exit. And that reduces the lane changing that's taking place when you have um, motorists exiting and entering the freeway when just traveling short distances. And, and so for the people that are commuting from one part of town to the other, or maybe they're driving through from one state to another and they're going through Phoenix, that's a real feature there because they're not going to have to worry about all this uh, weaving of traffic that we have now. Exactly. Yes. And um, the weaving that's really taking uh, the, the, the main, there's a lot of weaving taking place where I-10 and U.S. 60 and State Route 143 meet because you'll have um, westbound U.S. 60 traffic um, um, merging onto I-10 while westbound I-10 traffic is trying to merge right to get off at State Route 143. Yeah. So we're trying to get rid of that with these collector distributor roads. And so... Um, back to the actual construction, I know that you mentioned the, the transition from the 60 westbound to the 10 westbound, um, and there appears to be something that may have to be removed. Do we have a big light pole there? No, maybe? I don't know. Well, well earlier this year on I-10, um, I believe it was westbound at 40th Street, we had a uh, uh, SRP utility pole that had to be removed 100 feet north because it was in the way of where the new westbound um, ramp from southbound SR-143 was going to be built. So that's quite an engineering feat there because that, that thing is actually serving its purpose and it has to be moved kind of over the weekend. That's pretty, I know, so we salute SRP and ADOT and the contractors uh, on that one. (laughs) What are we hearing uh, just in general, the feedback that you tend to get on on the the progress of this project? Are we feeling good about it? Are we hearing good good things in the public about what's going on? There's always going to be a few people that are concerned about this, that, or the other. But what's what's the general sense of how things are going as we're now over a year into this project? Right, yeah. Speaking of over a year, July marked the first full year of active construction work for this project. So we've only been um, um, working on this project for a year, and often we do receive comments about how long this project is taking. But really, it hasn't been years. It's only been a year. Yeah. Um, we also... Um, that's okay. So we're hearing from people on all sorts of uh, things, good, bad, and indifferent, because that's just kind of part and parcel of what goes on in uh, in any project like this. But generally, we're pretty satisfied with where we are in the progress. So we're, we're on schedule. Yes, we're on schedule. And we have received a lot of feedback um, from folks um, commending our work on the project. So there are folks who appreciate it, and they are being patient. And we appreciate uh, that a lot of these motor- our motorists are being patient while this What project. are we going to see as we head into the new year? Well, um, in July, we completed phase one of this project. There's Mm -hmm. four phases for this project, and um, we are now in phase two, which is expected to last until the late 2023 year. Uh, During phase two, we'll hopefully um, complete construction of the 48th Street and Broadway Road bridges, and then construction of the CD roads is really going to ramp up in this phase two. But also we'll see um, reconfiguration of ramps and also um, construction of new sound walls along I-10. So back to the bridges, you just mentioned that some of those bridges are going to be done in the next few months or as we head into 2023 at least. So the old bridges 
they have to come down, right? Is that 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 sounds kind of like fun? Can I can I go out there for that? Can I watch that one? You can, and I'm okay. going to definitely be out there for that because that will be fun to watch. Are we going to get Hollywood out here and put some uh, rig them up with explosives and gasoline, and maybe get uh, you know I don't know uh, uh, some Transformers movie filmed out here? Well, there will be no explosions, Doug. Oh man, <laughs> they will be taken down um, in a different manner. Oh. You used to be fun. Wow. All right. I it's not up some, to me. I wanted to see something blow up. Well, okay. So that's going to be, is that something that will, will happen uh, in all seriousness? We do need to take down these old bridges once the new ones are up and running. So is that something that can be accomplished in a weekend or is that going to take a long time? Or That is going to take a while. So when that happens, um, a motorist will ex- should expect to see additional freeway closures because our construction crews cannot conduct any bridge work while there is live traffic underneath them. And again, it's for the safety of motorists and sure. their vehicles we we conduct these closures for their safety so uh when we put in these new bridges does that mean the road's going to be a little bit um uh, off center a little bit as and obviously that'll be addressed with approaches but obviously we're not plopping a bridge exactly where the old one is it's got to be off a few feet is, is that that's not going to be an issue obviously no um it's not the new bridges are being built next to the old one and the roads will be um, aligned to meet up with the new bridges they're just going to look a little different yeah okay be off of some feet yes you know it's making an artistic statement for google maps or or google earth when people look at that they'll see oh it's different there for some reason yeah they'll see that <laughs> well, it's just, future generations can look and go why did they do that and it's going to be a mystery for some archaeologists we're having fun with them yeah. if we can't have fun blowing up bridges we'll have fun with the future generations as they figure out why we did what we did it'll be a mystery it, it will be a mystery so uh, i know that you have a lot of information out there for the public to uh, either uh, comment or get information give us some some websites sites, some apps, some information on how to learn more about this project. Yeah, so um, for access to continuously updated information regarding project-related um, closures and restrictions, we highly recommend that motorists download the free Project Mobile app. It's called The Curve, and it's available for Android and um, iPhone users. Mm-hmm. And once a user downloads this app, they'll have access to um, future and upcoming closures and restrictions, as well as detour route information. So I highly recommend that... Um, um, our listeners download that mobile app. And, and give us prepared. the name again one more time. It's called The Curve. The Curve. The Curve. So go to your app store and find it. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's um, one of, it, it is ADOT's first project-related app. Nice. Yeah. So that's a good way to do that. Any other things we need to know about before we say goodbye for this time? Yeah, we just uh, wanted um, motorists to know that with extensive bridge work underway and continuing through the project area, that they should expect many more weekend freeway closures into the fall, um, except during state holiday weekends. Sure, we do sure. not close um, or make an, have any project-related restrictions during state holiday weekends. All right. Well, Marcy McMacken, we're going to check in with you periodically as we talk about this huge project. Thank you for your time. We do appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next time on On the Road with ADOT. Thank you, Doug. Thanks for spending some time on the road with ADOT. To learn more about ADOT, visit our website at azdot.gov, where you can also connect with our links to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Flickr, and YouTube. That's at azdot.gov. Goodbye for now, and thanks for being on the road with ADOT.